0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on wherever you find yourself in the world. Today, my guest is settled in Fargo, North Dakota, where it is warming up. I am in Finland at the moment, and it is like record highs here. It's amazing. People are sunbathing. It's 78 degrees. It never gets this warm. (laughs) But anyways, that was not the purpose or is not the purpose of today's episode. I'm bringing Denise on because... You know, when I'm speaking a lot about principles of experience or I talk about thought being fundamental to our human experience, some of the kickback I often get is, well, that's great for people that don't have real problems, okay? So I'm bringing Denise on today because Denise, this is her business. She is a resilient speaker. She's in music. She's a mom, and she actually lost one of her children uh, to a car accident when, when her daughter was only 17 years old. Denise has also been through divorce. She's been through loss of loved ones. So I, I think Denise, you categorize as someone that people would proclaim have had real problems. So welcome to the show, Denise.
1: Thank you, Amy. I am truly honored to be here on this show. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, I, I also should, I guess, make a disclaimer for listeners that Denise is also my apprentice. So she's been working with me already for several, several months on solidifying her understanding of what we call the three principles. Sometimes I refer to it as subtractive psychology. Basically, that's just a fancy uh, bunch of fancy terminology to just mean we're talking about human, how human experience actually happens. So, Denise, I'm going to put it in full speaker view now for you. My first question is, what do you wish you would have learned in school?
1: I wish I would have learned in school to um, understand the resilient part of myself rather than being flailed all over the place. Um, Oh, maybe it's this person's ideas that, you know, anchor me, or maybe it's that person's ideas instead of being taught how to learn to listen to my own inner voice and inner wisdom.
0: Mm, I'm sure there are listeners that are nodding their heads and kind of acknowledgement with what you've shared about that piece of being so pulled or influenced by the good ideas of people around us whether it's well-meaning parents or good friends husbands wives children even um so let me ask you Denise: what was the flavor of your life what what, what did life look like before you had this realization of resilience
1: well first off um I'm reflecting back to myself as a young child. And so I was always fired up about life as a young girl. I mean, I remember coming into this world, seeing things as like seeing this world as this big, sparkling, beautiful ball, like a diamond. And also like a big shopping mall where there's just all these life experiences to try on and cute outfits and here and there and everywhere. Um, But as I grew older, it was almost Uh, you know, tying it back to what we should have learned in school. um, It was like my daydreaming or my vision for what I saw, the beauty in the world was uh, I took it as being dumbed down. Um, Like bring that down a little bit. You've got to be more realistic. You're not grounded. You're, um, you know, a lot of well-meaning left brain people in my world. And, so, prior to um, coming on board with this work and some other things in my life and some other things of understanding, I wasn't understanding how people work. I was, you know, trying to try and see where I would fit, but I wasn't understanding that all of us have a different coping style or a different survival mode. And so life before that was just thinking there was always something wrong with me. Or thinking that, what is wrong with these other people, myself? Like, am I just that weird that I see these amazing things and I see music and artistry and conversation um, as fun and exciting? And that's not normal?
0: Hmm. So how is life now? What are you up to now? How, how is how is Has this come, I'm curious to know, has that sparkle for life, that zest for life come back into your experience or is, does it look like something else now?
1: It has, it's been a gradual process. It has definitely not been an overnight process. In fact, um, as of this Thursday, May 17th, I'm coming on 15 years. My family's coming on 15 years since uh, my daughter Amanda's passing. And um, it's been five years since my marriage of 24 years fell apart and so it's been recreating my whole life, my whole structure, my whole being, my, how I relate to my children, my parents, my work environments, uh, my relationships, uh, with people, period. Um, and so the sparkle has been gradually coming back and even most recently more and more because I, I feel more anchored and grounded in myself. It doesn't mean that I don't have things come up or my emotions aren't triggered or, um, but I feel this, this sense of anchoring because I've, in this journey, I've really connected with my inner self of resilience. And that has been something that's been outside of me until this specifically, I can't talk, specifically in this last couple months um, in our work together, it's really taking all these pieces now and really dialing it down and anchoring it in. And so I feel more purposeful, and I'm more like I don't get as worked up if my plans don't work out as I thought they should. (laughs) Like there's more possibilities. Even though I had the understanding of the coping styles, like that has been in my world now um, since 2007, and um, understanding how people work at the core with their language, inner language, and outer language. Neither one of us are good, bad, right, or wrong. Find a middle space to communicate or not communicate, waiting, timing, right? Mm. When to speak or not speak. For myself, finding when I've had internal arguments with myself, where's middle ground in here? And when I talk to people outside of me in my relationships with my children and, and really working to offer more grace to myself, more forgiveness, finding those things within myself and my resilience the resiliency piece, and then moving forward to meet people where they are versus trying to change them.
0: Yeah. That's so helpful to see. Uh, And I'm sure, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure, you know, that some listeners have heard a little bit about your story and they've been really hooked by the circumstances that you have encountered in your life. So how... How did you get through it? How would you define resilience?
1: Well, I first of all want to acknowledge all the people on my journey, my whole life's journey, past, present, and even future, whoever that is coming in. For me, having the support as my life has gone through all these transitions has been huge for me, has been huge. Uh, granted you know people have their own life experiences not everyone has been able to stay with me I've not been able to stay with everyone either um, but I don't look at that as a good bad right or wrong thing anymore either because we are we are transitioning and sometimes when we try to hold on to people places and things or we feel guilty because we're you know we're letting them go or they've let us go um, I've recognized that there's purpose in all of that and and when our journey and when we're evolving and we're expanding into different arenas, not everybody can go with us or nor we can take everyone with us. or we're meant to be in their lives. I've, I've really come to an acceptance of that part. Um, but I want anybody who listens to this, I have never forgotten your role in my life and what you, what you did at that season in my life was so meaningful to me. Um, and I've never forgotten that. And I carry that in my heart. And that comes through um, in the songs that I have out right now. And I know the songs that come in the future. Um, that is the true part of myself. And music is something that um, I can still be with people no matter where my life is. They are, I know that they're getting a piece of me that is authentic and true. And so that's the first piece of resilience for me. Um, second of all when I reflect back and I look back and one of the very first notes that I found from my daughter after she passed away was God doesn't give us more than we can handle. Remember this and be strong. And she was pointing to resilience to, for me right at that moment. And realizing that no matter all of these traumatic things that have happened to me, there's been this aspect of me that has carried me through. And it's always in looking back. It's interesting. It's not when you're in it. It's when you've come through a piece, and it's like lifting weights. You know, it's a little bit and you're like, "Oh, I got through that piece." OK. OK. Well, here comes another thing, and you're lifting and you're lifting, and there's these heavy experiences, but your resilient self, your innate being, your inner wisdom, God, is always there, and it's a muscle that we build that God builds with us, but we have to see it. And that's what's brought me through, is being able to see it and being able to feel it, even amongst the most tumultuous times. And I didn't think I could make it through, and I wanted to kill myself, and I didn't want to be here. That little voice was still there, that little big voice, really. (laughs) I still was able to find in the midst of the darkest moments, I was still able to hear it. And I was still able to sense it and feel it, and that's what resiliency is to me.
0: Mm. So when I hear you speak, Denise, I'm not hearing you advocate or recommend behaviors or things for listeners to do. No. Yeah, it's quite different than uh, what what I've uh, studied or, or heard a lot of. Hmm. I know we're getting kind of short to the end of the show. It's been, it's it's such a fun (laughs) experiment to try to crack into 10 to 15 minutes, what I used to put into an hour show. But my question to you is if there's someone listening right now that maybe is experiencing hopelessness or is experiencing um, suicidal thoughts or ideation, what would you want that person to know today?
2: Mm.
1: There really is hope. You're not alone in this. You feel like you're alone. Go beyond your, uh, that you have no business being on this planet, that you are unworthy. Go beyond and know that you're not alone and reach out to someone right close to you. Just make the phone call. Someone that you know that is not going to judge you, that is going to listen, And let you just get it off your chest. Again, that's where I'm so grateful that I've had people in my world. And when I was this close, and trust me, I have been, I've had experiences I really should not be here. But listen to that inner voice, that other soft voice inside yourself. Listen to that one. And take a breath. Just take a breath. Three breaths, in and out. Small little to-dos, and I don't mean it in to-do. This is from your being from your being. It's not another like, Oh, it's in here and reach out and talk to someone that there are people that will listen. I, me, call me <laughs> Before, I may be talking right now, but call me. Let's have a practical hope conversation. And that means you just getting this out with no, with no judgment. Sometimes we just need a dump we don't need advice. We just need someone <laughs> that's going to listen. Not going to try to fix it.
0: That's so refreshing, Denise. Well, I'm definitely going to put your contact information uh, in the show notes. And then where can people reach out to you um, as well? People that maybe are, are too busy to read but can maybe hear it audio, uh, from an audio perspective.
1: <laughs> well, they can go to my website, denisemariegaber.com. Um, all my contact information is in there. Um, they can email me Denise Marie Gaber at gmail.com. Pretty simple. Perfect. Um, Your name. (laughs) I'm on Facebook. Facebook. You can, you can message me on Facebook. Uh, that works too. Um, you can also find me on YouTube. Uh, there's a couple of my songs that inspired by my daughter's passing and SoundCloud to listen to music. So yeah,
0: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. That sounds great. And one more. See, I thought I was done, but I have one more question. You did mention God in this interview. And I'm curious of what do you mean by God? Because that might be a really loaded term. People may come with a lot of ideas of what, of how they use the word God, but let's clarify for them of what you, you meant by that, by using God.
1: Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. That is, to me, it's, it's the inner voice. Mm. It's, it's, it's beyond uh, the reptilian brain, if you will, the, the survival mode brain. Um, I, I've been on a journey there searching for God <laughs> in many different modalities of religion, new age, um, even having a point in my life where uh, I would say I was agnostic I would never say atheist because I've always believed that there's something beyond me, um, but it's also very connected to me. It's a beautiful relationship. But I went through a phase where I, I'm i like, everywhere I went, whether I went to church or I was involved in the New Age communities, I felt so uh, disappointed and in, in feeling deceived or like I was seeing everybody still had stuff that didn't matter how spiritual they were, or how religious they were. They were battling with stuff. And I'm like, how can this God be? Where is this peaceful God that everybody talks about? And so for me, I have discovered that I can see God in everyone, all of human beings. All of us human beings have that spark. We have God within us. But it took me going to find that God wasn't something that I could just get the quick fix out here from everybody else. It was a journey to find God within me. And for me, God means that pure, clear place where there is no confusion. There is no doubt. It, it just is. It just is. It's what Jesus pointed me to my whole life. And that, you know, I grew up um, in the Catholic faith, and I've been, I've tried on every other faith there is to find, and I'm grateful for all of those, and I'm grateful for all the new age experiences that I've had. But now I know that God is in here, first and foremost. God is found in my heart that is what God is to me and it's again what I know now that what Jesus was pointing this whole time for me and uh, Buddha or anyone whatever name you want to put you know it you know God it's in here and then you can really see the reflection of God and everything else from a different perspective
0: it's really really glad I asked that question I hear when you speak uh, an intelligence that goes beyond religion or our ideas or good and bad behavior it, it's It's much deeper than that, and yet also quite simple when we take off all the assumptions, all the beliefs all the projections human projections onto yeah. what god is
1: yeah. yeah coming back I, I feel like i'm full circle and uh, not just full circle, but like almost like a spiral, like it's been a spiraling of coming up and faith to me has such a different perspective. And when I see the cross and all those things, I, the symbology of that is really the anchoring up and down anchoring of uh, having faith and being part of this life again from a different experience and then reaching out to receive and to give and, and be connected to the world from such a different place. And so, you know, at one point where I would have looked at the cross as um, uh, survival. <laughs> I see it with much clarity. It, it, it speaks to me completely different. And it speaks to me truly of grace and forgiveness. And to meet humanity and people wherever they are. It doesn't matter to me. This is what I want people to know. It doesn't matter to me your background. I love humanity. I love people, and I'm here to serve. And whatever label you are in, or whatever faith you're in, or not in, I'm here to listen without judgment to the best of my ability and to offer grace because the grace that has been given to me and the forgiveness that I have felt from within, I wish to offer without. And so thank you
0: for having me on your show, Amy. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Again, my name is Amy Leo. I'm the host of What We Should Have Learned in School. And you can learn more about me and the work I'm up to in the world at amyleo.com. Until next week, stay curious, take care of yourself and one another, and keep rocking. Thank you, Denise. Thanks, Amy. (laughs)
2: Lost my place Torn apart Help me mend the broken part Just when you think you're broken The hardest words unspoken You get up and rise Wipe the tears from your eyes You see that you're better off broken and they never been broken open